You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Last day of the week. How are you today, Bruce? Uh, healthy and alive. Um, bit, bit annoyed with house maintenance stuff, you know, at a uh-huh. toilet that was acting up. So, uh-huh. but, but you know something? Other than that, you're not, you know. not going to have to worry about that in eight and a half years. You, you're not going to have to worry <laughs> about that because you'll own nothing and you'll be happy about it. See, you won't have that problem because you won't actually own it. So you'll be renting it. And when you're not using that space then it can be used by yeah. someone else. So you don't have to actually deal with that. Yeah, but uh, here, here's the problem with that idea. Um, to rent something, that means someone owns it. So in this new system, who is that someone? I would imagine it would be whoever would be in charge of the uh, the dokonomy that we talked about yesterday. Mm. Yeah, um, it, that, that was somewhat of a rhetorical question for the listener because we all know it's going to be the... Klaus Schwab's the you know all the elite quote unquote you know the, you know how they say Hold that you're getting yeah. too, you're getting mm-hmm. too far ahead of yourself it's yeah. mm-hmm. supposed to be them but mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to make it that far but go ahead um oh yeah um there with the way the policies are being passed we'll put it this way the way the uh, policies the taxes you know all the the fun stuff that we're seeing that's happening um. You know, because the rich aren't paying their fair share. So we have to raise taxes on the rich and we have to do this nonsensical $600. If you spend $600, the IRS is going to be notified of it and you are potentially going to be audited for spending $600. Um, That new system that's coming in, they're saying that's to target the rich. Uh, Tell me, um, when was the last time $600 meant you were rich? Um, That's the first question I have. The second question is... um, you know, the, the uh, wealthy aren't paying their fair share. The rich aren't paying their fair share. Who pays the majority of income tax here in the United States? The, the rich. The rich. Um, in fact, last year, I know it's an odd year because of COVID, but about 70% of the population didn't pay income taxes. And if you paid income taxes, you were given it back, right? Between all the benefits that, that we get, welfare stuff or the handouts from COVID. Yeah. It's going to be the wealthy, the, the the billionaires that don't currently pay any taxes because they don't actually have an income now because they've already made their billions. So they and just the live off of what they already have. Um, and the corporations that don't pay any and taxes. And the corporations. Google. Yeah. Um, Google made billions last year and the year before that and the year before that. They haven't paid a dime, a single dime. Yeah. Yet they're out there saying tax the rich. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about you pay more than five cents? And then we'll talk. Same th- that goes for Facebook and Twitter and all the rest of it. Where we know where they have their offices, they've got their offices in Ireland. They can hide it there. It's not even that they're hiding it. It's it's simply that the the way the system works, you make a profit uh, before the air, the year end. You you put that back into the business. You put that back in and either give it to the employees or give it to research and development or something like that. And you 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 invest it back in. And because of that, you're not taxed on it. 
because you didn't actually make a profit now. It was an investment. It was spent. It was an expenditure. Uh, that's what all these businesses do, essentially, in a nutshell. But what's ironic, I guess, is the left is convinced that the elite and rich aren't paying their fair share when 70% of the U.S. last year, uh, about 70%, it was like 65 or somewhere in that, they didn't pay income tax. Tell me how the rich, the elite, quote unquote, aren't paying their fair share. And then on top of that, do people not realize that those elite already don't pay taxes because they don't make an income? They already have it. So when they raise taxes on the quote unquote elite or the rich, that's going to keep you from becoming one of the rich in the elite. It's going to stifle your ability to, to pull yourself up and it's going to beat you down. I, I don't I, I don't understand why the people are sitting here going, we have to raise taxes on the elite. And no, you should be lessening taxes. Because your goal, your intention, your desire is to get to that point, is it not? You want to be wealthy. You want to be to the point to where you don't have to worry about money anymore, right? That's kind of a nice thing that all of us want. So why are you trying to make it more difficult for you, yourself, to get there? It, it, it just boggles the mind. It's like laying minds in front of yourself as you're walking forward. It makes no sense. Well, it's become a talking point. It's become an avenue for them to create a media narrative and get an unsuspecting populace to go along with it. That's what it's become. It's just like everything else. It's marketing. If you think about it, that's what they're doing. They're marketing a product to you. Tax the rich. That's the product. And by you carrying that out, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. <laughs> One thing that you need to understand about Marxism. It's a fundamental foundational principle of Marxism. Communists are, and I'm talking about like the true Marxist organizer types, right? Communists are very, I don't want to say they're lazy. I, I don't want to say they're lazy because they eat, sleep, drink, breathe, and, and live revolution. So I don't want to say that they're lazy. But one thing that they are absolutely committed to is getting other people to do their revolutionary work for them. See, they're too busy organizing and getting people to do things for them. They don't have time to go out and do that stuff like pass out literature or uh, carry a message onto a university campus or teach a class or something like that. They don't have time for that. They have to get dupes to go out and do it. Tax the rich, right? It's a Marxist theology. Tax the rich. Yeah. yeah go after the go after those rich people, those evil capitalists, those bourgeois pigs. Go after them. That's what it is. Tax the rich. You become the dupe by carrying that message. And it's a Marxist agenda through and through. And you'll have to forgive me today if I seem a little off. Uh, I, uh, I've i been very busy today and uh, I've been uh, nonstop since uh, about 730 this morning. And uh, yeah, I'm in a little bit of pain. <laughs> so it's uh, one's due to. Um, well, let me put it this way. Don't ever lift heavy things when you're mad. Don't ever do that. Uh, that's the first thing. Second thing, when you go to the dentist and you have an appointment, make sure that when you schedule, uh, you know what, I'm not even going to get into it. I'll put it this way. Bottom of the line, I have a really nice dentist. He's a nice guy, but my God, I hate the dentist. I hate going there. On top of that, he's really COVID paranoid. He has been since the start of it. Like I said, nice guy, really nice guy, really nice guy. And he's, he's one of those that it's, I mean, if you have to have one doctor that actually cares about not causing you pain. You want it to be a dentist, right? He is that guy. Uh, he is that guy. He's, he's very nice. He's very good. Uh, but I, I just went in for a regular checkup and everything today. But uh, he is COVID crazy, man. He is. 
he is just off the chain. When I first went in there, he had three masks on and a face shield. And I thought, okay, this is like the first, you know, before anybody knew anything. And I thought, okay, all right, dude's just being, you know, extra extra cautious and everything. Okay, fine, right? He's a he's a dentist, right? You you do dental yeah. work, that stuff's flying around all over the place, so you never know. So yeah. I get it, I, I get it. Okay, fine, but. Now it's to the point where they're walking around. I know we talked about like the Wuhan lab having the uh, the same level of uh, sanitation as a dentist's office. Well, I don't know exactly what dentist's office we compare that to because this dentist's office, they sterilize the pens, the ink pens before. You, and you can only use them once. I'm serious. I'm serious. It's, it's that it's that bad. When you fill out the form, you know, when you go to like the doctor or something, you fill out the form or whatever. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's Corona forms now that you're filling out have you been exposed to someone have you have you quarantined have you been infected you know it it's like come on really come on and then when you sign no to all of that then you sign your name at the bottom because you're there as a as a patient then you have to discard the pen and then they have to sterilize the pens before they can be used again so it's uh taking it to the uh taking it to the next level anyway uh okay so on that point because i, I don't want to sit here and talk about, i could i could literally go on for hours and hours and hours about marxism uh, we've done podcasts on marxism and and all the rest of it and you know what i'm happy to talk about that stuff but today's not the day switzerland let's get down to switzerland switzerland ah oh, you know they um they banned protests down there. They're not allowed to protest any longer. Yeah. See, it's for your health, right? It's for, it's for, I'm going to try to do this without laughing because it hurts to laugh. Switzerland has banned protests today against COVID restrictions. Uh, and the people are, they're mad about these, uh, these vaccine passports. They really don't want those things. They didn't ask for them. Uh, and the way that Switzerland works, the way that their voting system works, they don't have a Congress like we do, and they don't have parliaments. Well, I mean, they have a parliament, but it's not like what we understand. They actually have an elective body of the people. That's how it works. It's a real direct democracy. They have representatives called cantons, and they coordinate with the local people, and the people vote on absolutely everything. That's democracy. That is direct democracy. They vote on everything. The elected officials... Like on our parliaments, they're the ones that vote on it and, and we get screwed. The Swiss actually vote on it themselves rather than have some ridiculous uh, bloated government bureaucracy do it and, and put the screws to them. This is just being handed down from the top levels, just like everywhere else. It's being handed down. But uh, the people have gathered on the streets in Bern tonight or Bern. Sorry, uh, they've gathered tonight. Uh, Bruce, as you can clearly see, they don't care that uh, the protests have been banned. Of course, you see a couple of people, they're even smoking. Uh, if it's yeah. a serious respiratory disease, then that's the last thing you want to be doing. I've been asking about that from the start. Where's been the campaigns by the governments and the uh, the pharmaceutical companies and everything else? Where's been the campaigns and mass advertising uh, everything to say, uh, there's a respiratory disease going around. You should probably stop smoking. And we need to uh, look at ways to, to get people off this. Oh, no. No. Tobacco stores, liquor stores, uh, strip clubs, weed dispensaries, all the rest of that. All that stuff was open. That never closed. That's fine. Well, maybe maybe there, but here they closed. Well, yeah, but you're in you're in the middle of God's country. So, I mean, I, I understand that. I don't think the liquor stores closed, though, mind you. No, those were essential. You know, yeah. it's, you, you got you got depressed people. But of course, you had the people. Uh, OK, so sticking with Switzerland, you got the people out there. Well, this just happened. The uh, the police decided they were going to open fire on the uh, the people that were protesting. They started firing rubber bullets at them. Uh, that's not something you really want to do. I would not want to do that. That's that's probably the first population that I would not want to do that on. The second, of course, would be the American people. The Swiss people are more armed 
than the American people by a lot. There is not a Swiss family household down there without a gun. And usually it's more than one gun. Yeah, usually it's more than one gun. Because when you have, say, for example, a grandfather or a father or whatever, or or somebody, you you grow up, you are issued that rifle because you go, everybody goes through military training down there because that's part of their national defense. You're issued that rifle. When that individual passes on, that rifle doesn't go back to the government. That rifle stays with the family. And they they know damn well how to use it. On top of that... These people have access to things that we don't have in America. They have access to things that I wish we had access to. But since we've put in all that red tape uh, and everything else, we're not allowed to have access to that stuff anymore. But the Swiss people have access to uh, weapons caches, uh, RPGs, and, uh, and and all kinds of stuff. Hell, they've got stuff that's uh, they've got stuff down there where it's uh, it's if I understand it correctly, they've got policies in place down there where you actually have to have at least one or two years worth of storable food in your house. That's part of their national defense. If we have more than seven days worth of food in our house, we're called terrorists. More tonight from Switzerland. This is the uh, other end of town. But as you can see, Bruce, these are all lawbreakers. This is all illegal, everything that they're doing. They're not allowed to do this. Good on them. Except it's illegal. What's wrong with you? (laughs) We, We can't be having this. We can't be having that. I mean, look at all those people. You can't be having that on the street. I mean, that's a super spreader event. You know, I um, I'm looking at other countries like Sweden, Sweden, as of today, uh, they've announced that they're dropping all COVID restrictions. Uh, and that includes all the passports and, and all the rest of it. They're dropping all that stuff. The Danish dropped it last week. Why are we still continuing this in Central European and Western European countries? Why are we still continuing this in the US? Why, why are we still doing this? Is it because those two countries that I'm mentioning, is it because those two countries already have a heavy, heavy influx of, I don't know, Marxist leaders? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm asking the question. I mean, it would certainly seem so if you look at those countries, but you're not seeing half the resistance in places like Sweden. Hell, Sweden never really closed. You know, our sound guy, Brian, he's up there. They never really closed. I mean, they had some restrictions on some stuff here and there, but they never actually closed. Denmark, I don't think ever really closed, but they didn't have half the levels of resistance that we're having in these other countries. And we're getting clamped down on harder. I need to make a correction. Yesterday, I said that the Tests are uh, about $15 here to take the COVID test. No, no. See, I was wrong. As of October, the first week of October, that's going to go up to 50 US dollars. Uh, that'd be about 40 euros. So uh, yeah, if you want to do anything and you have to do that every 24 hours, uh, you have to have a, a fresh test every 24 hours. Um, in that scenario, personally, I would recommend you not do that. Get yourself fired in writing and then file a lawsuit. Well, the problem is here they can't actually fire people. They have they have things that are different here. And this is a good thing and it's a bad thing too because it ensures job security, but at the same time, it doesn't allow you to cut dead weight uh, as, a, as a business person. So what they do here, basically, you go through a probationary period. You know how we do like the 90 days in the US? Yeah, you're on the mm-hmm. probation time or, or whatever it is, evaluation mm-hmm. time, whatever they call it. I can't remember. It's been so long. But um, you have that in the US after three months. OK, yeah, you can still fire somebody. It's difficult, but you can still outright fire somebody if you have to. Here, you can't do that. You go through a probation period here of six months, six months. The company then decides at the end of that six months whether or not they want to keep you. After that, the only way you're going to get fired is if you steal something or you die. That's the only way you're getting out of that job. So they have a little bit more in the way of job security over here 
So they can't just go around firing people. They, they can try and put these mandates in. But if people don't take them, well, then what are they going to do? There's not really a whole lot that can be done at the moment. So the government has now said that they will not, you know, how they were doing like the compensation pay if you had to, you know, go mm-hmm. off, you had to yeah, be yeah. pulled or whatever, you were self-isolating, blah, 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 which, okay, well, I'll talk about that in a second. But the government is now saying that, well, if you have to self-isolate, if you're unvaccinated, if you have to self-isolate, then you will no longer get compensation pay if you have to be uh, taken out of the workforce. Okay, um, I have a simple solution to that. Stop pulling people from the workforce. Stop putting them in isolation. Stop putting healthy people in isolation. But how do you crush the Western economy without destroying it, without pulling out the worker force? Right. Yeah, sure. How do you get the the population to be dependent on the government, more dependent on the government, if you're not destroying the economy? It it doesn't. uh, what, What else are you supposed to do? It would make sense. Right. It would make sense if you wanted to if you wanted to purposely destroy the economies of your country. Well, then you would do exactly what these governments are doing. Right. You would uh, do exactly as you're saying. You would ship off all the business, all the jobs and everything over to other countries that uh, have a lower uh, cost of living, also a lower wage, you know, those those kind of things. Um, And then you would uh, in the countries they originated from, you would uh, kill off the workforce, essentially. In some cases, literally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's look at what they're trying to do to Australia. We've been talking about the uh, the trade unions down there for the last couple of days. Seems to me like that's what they're doing, isn't it? Go take a vaccine. Oh, you, your, your job sites are still going to be shut down. Fauci's being asked by CNBC of all places. That's one of the most CCP enhanced networks that we have in America. He's being asked by them. Israel is one of the largest vaccinated countries in the world. Why are they seeing record numbers of cases? Anytime you have a population that's fully vaccinated, you're going to have breakthrough cases. Huh? What? That, that contradicts everything he was saying. That contradicts, that, that contradicts what a vaccine is. That they were telling us. That yeah. contradicts what a vaccine is until they change the definition of it. Well, he is right in the sense that vaccines do typically have a, a chance of breakthrough cases. That is legitimately a thing. Um, it can happen yeah. if like the person is immunocompromised or something okay, like fair. that, uh, yeah, yeah, then, yeah, you know, it, it's yeah. possible. Uh-huh. But we're talking about a rare case. We're seeing massive spikes in Israel and the majority of their population is uh, vaccinated and they're having large spikes of uh, people being hospitalized, testing positive and dying of COVID. And um, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. But Fauci's statement there, that one is just. It's literally, they have it both ways again, just like what we talked about with climate change. And they, they say, oh, well, it's it's uh, the hottest summer of the year while it's climate change. Well, it was the coldest summer of the year while it was climate change. It, it's raining while it's climate change. What's that? It, 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 it's a nice sunny day. It's climate change. It doesn't matter. It's climate change. Same thing here. It doesn't matter. It's COVID. Do you know how London Bridge flooded last week and London Mayor Sadiq Khan was saying that it was climate change? Mm. Do you want to know what the real problem was? First of Uh, all, poor mismanagement, more or less. Yeah. First of all, it's England. It rains. Okay, that's the first thing. I've had several people from different parts of England tell me over the years, if it's not raining in England, there's something wrong. Okay, so it's England. It rains. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing, Mr. Mayor, is maybe you should clean out the drains have your Department of Public Works or whatever it is you call it in the fair city of London, go there and snake out the drains, clean them out so the water can drain properly. 
Maybe you should do that first before you call it climate change. The drains were clogged. Uh, but, but clearly it was climate change. Yes. I mean, yes, clearly it was climate you, change. You, you, you can't expect a government to be effective. I mean, you can't expect a government to literally do do their job. Obviously, it's <laughs> climate change. Right. OK, so Melbourne. OK, yesterday, Melbourne, uh, Australia police. We put videos of this up on our Telegram page. Several places reported it. Uh, the videos are just absolutely disgusting. It's disgraceful. It is disgraceful. I actually saw the Sydney police or the, I think it was the Sydney police today. I, I don't know. This couple, they were filming with their phone, you know, because everybody's a uh, everybody's a reporter now. Uh, they were filming with their phone. They actually got arrested going to get vaccinated because they were violating COVID rules. They got arrested going to get vaccinated. You hear this? The police don't even care whether or not you're following along with the the illegal edicts coming from your state or, or federal government. It doesn't matter. They don't care. They don't care. They got arrested going to get vaccinated. Come on. So the police yesterday shooting rubber bullets at the uh, at the protesters, uh, the trade unionists that were out there hitting them with pepper spray because it's for your health. You see, yeah, getting hit with rubber bullets and uh, uh, and spraying you with pepper spray. You know the good gel, the foam gel, yeah, that hits you right mm -hmm. in the face. Yeah, yeah, the good stuff. Yeah, they got uh, they got hit uh, with that stuff. Women and children as well. By the way, that looks real good on international television. I'll oh, see. You didn't get the full story on the international press, did you? Now, see, you didn't get that. All you got was the people that were actually throwing the punches at the police officers. That's what you got in the international press. You didn't get the ones where the police were actually beating people, hitting women and children with rubber bullets. You didn't get that part. No, that's not the part you got. No. Some of the injuries they have caused are pretty hideous, I have to say, with at least one person nearly blinded and a woman of 70, a 70-year-old woman. What in the hell is a 70-year-old woman going to do to you? Okay, unless she's got a gun, and I understand that the Australians don't have those, unless she's got a gun, what threat is she to you? Any normal, rational thinking authority person, I don't care if it's a cop or a security guard or what the hell ever, what is a 70-year-old woman going to do to you? Answer nothing. Unless she's going to beat you over the head with a club or something. She was knocked down to the, uh, to the ground uh, with a broken hip and then pepper sprayed in her face. So after they broke her hip... Then they hit her with the pepper spray to make sure that she really could learn at that point. Remember, this is all for your health and safety, okay? This is all for your health and safety. But see, don't worry. Don't worry. It's okay. All of this is being done for the good of the Australian citizen's health. All of this. The latest confrontations between police, uh, which, by the way, they were all uh, highly trained and tactical. Uh, they all look like uh, paramilitary uh, thugs. Uh, and the demonstrators took place at the Shrine of Remembrance. That's what you called out yesterday, the uh, uh, the Shrine of Remembrance there. They're saying that it's a, it's a hard to get an accurate impression from Australia's notoriously woke TV channels like ABC. Uh, really? Uh, and CNN, they apparently, they don't have a... Uh, they don't have a very, uh, very good track record down there. They don't have a very good track record anywhere. Uh, social media is abundant with footage of protests which have been taking place in the cities across Australia in the last few days, including violent confrontations with police in uh, specifically in the city of Melbourne. Melbourne police have sought to disguise the, the extent of the protest by ordering a ban on helicopter flights so that the rally cannot be filmed from overhead. Oh, see, they they did exactly what they did exactly what these other countries are doing. Now, see, it's illegal. You can't be out there. No, you can't do that. We can't show the massive numbers. It's, it's funny now that, you, now that you mentioned that. The mainstream media uh, thing that we played the other night, 
they only showed the first part of that. They didn't pan the camera back, did they? They didn't show mm-hmm. that. They only showed the first people that were kind of fanned out and, and spread out across the roadway. They didn't bother to show you the other 100,000 that were behind them. They didn't bother to do that. Yeah. It's kind of like what the German press was doing in the early days when they had 1.3 million people in the streets of Berlin last year. And they said, oh, there's only a couple of thousand protesters here. That's all that's here. And uh, well, there was a side protest over here of uh, 45,000. But that's yeah, it was a counter protest. There was nothing there. Uh, You didn't need to see that. But you would see zoomed in shots of the masses of people. You would see the zoomed in shots. You wouldn't get the full picture of it. Just so happened I was in Berlin two years ago before all this COVID nonsense started. I was in Berlin two years ago and I had photos from the highest point in the city. Does everybody know that big water tower that's uh, that's in the middle of the city? Yeah, I was in that and I took photos and Bruce and I actually laid those photos out and I said, do these angles look right to you? The distances, do do they look right to you? Because here's where they were. Clearly, you could see the landmarks. I had the zoomed in landmarks. That's what they were showing in the mainstream press. I said, here's where they were and here's the distance to where they were going. Does that angle look right to you at all? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I find it funny that they're banning the helicopter thing uh, because truthfully, how are you going to stop that from happening? You jump in a helicopter and go and take photographs. What are they going to do? Shoot you down? And if they did, well, I think that would kick some kick some stuff off. That would that would not be good. To be honest with you, I see desperation. I mean, we're seeing some desperate, desperate acts now. We're, we're really starting to see it now. Not even necessarily just desperate. It, it's your stereotypical tyrannical government. This is what I expect from a tyrant. They're flailing. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. They're, they're flailing. This is a dying system. The system is dying. These are the death throes of the system. That's exactly what you're seeing. All this craziness, this lunacy, this insane asylum stuff that you're getting from these uh, uh, <laughs> these sorcerers like Fauci. Uh, where, where is the scientific? Ep- so, somebody, somebody, some government, some bureaucrat, whatever. I don't give a damn. Somebody in some country somewhere in a Western country. Show me. Show me one study. One. Show me one study because you're all about science. You're all about data. You're all about evidence, blah, blah, blah. You're all about the science. Yeah. Show me one single study that's been peer reviewed and put out there that shows me that these vaccines that you're pushing on people work. Show me. They can't. They can't. They can show that it worked against uh, the alpha variant. That's true. It, It did have some efficacy against the alpha variant. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now we know that if you are somebody that hasn't been jabbed, now we know that if you come in contact with it, you're good. You're golden. You're 20 times, 27 times more protected than what you would have been had you been jabbed and then gotten it. On top of that, you're going to had previously gotten COVID. If you'd previously gotten COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you'd previously gotten COVID. But you're also covered by all the supposed variants at that point too, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've gotten COVID in the past and have antibodies now, you are good. You're, mm-hmm. you're good against all the other variants that, that right. may pop up. Right. But now it's, well, no, you're going to need one every six months. Now that's where they are. That's where the Israelis are. They're saying your last jab, uh, th- three is now fully vaccinated and that's going to expire six months after you have it. 
That's what they're saying. Then you're going to have to take a fourth and then a fifth and sixth, seventh and eighth. Of course, you'd be dead by then from toxicity. Uh, I'd be honest with you. I'd be surprised if most people, if they didn't get you with the first two, they're going to get you with the third one. If they didn't get you with that, they're going to get you with the third one. But not all is not all is bad in all of this. Uh, Bruce, they caught a couple of people in New Zealand. You know, New Zealand, they've had the uh, the lockdowns down there. I know we got some New Zealand listeners. Thank you all very much. They caught a couple of people in New Zealand doing the most heinous of acts. The most heinous of acts. They caught them red-handed. There was no denying it. No denying it. They caught them. They had the trunk of the car full of the paraphernalia. They caught it. They caught it red-handed. Were they taking medical supplies to people in lockdown Auckland? Were they taking uh, vitamins, minerals, uh, supplements? Were they taking vaccines? Something? Were they taking food and water? Kinda. New Zealand... (laughs) I'm trying to do this with a straight face. New Zealand lockdown police have arrested Kentucky fried chicken smugglers. <laughs> it hurts to laugh because I, I pulled a muscle. It hurts to laugh. Kentucky fried. This is where we are. Kentucky fried chicken. KFC smugglers have been arrested. Th- this has got to be one of the most odd things I've seen up to this point. The authorities have, and they published photos by this. The authorities have published photos of the uh, tasty contraband spread across the hood of a police car. Uh, don't you worry. I'm sh- well, they didn't take that for evidence. You know, they took it down to the precinct and ate it for dinner. Oh, yeah. The, but they displayed it out there like they had just uh, taken down like drug cartels or something. Like they put uh, cocaine and, and guns all and cash all over the uh, the hood of a car. It was it was KFC. Yep. The fast food businesses have been closed in Auckland. So a couple of guys decided we're just going to go to this KFC over here that's open and we're going to take it to the people in Auckland that want it and they'll pay us for it. They were bootlegging KFC chicken. It's, this, this is ridiculous. A close examination of the police evidence photos revealed that at least... Th- are you ready? You're not going to believe this. Three buckets of chicken and up to 10 tubs of coleslaw and an undisclosed quantity of fries were discovered. Three buckets of chicken, 10 tubs of coleslaw, and an undisclosed quantity of fries. You know, they probably said this was being smuggled to get the least charges on them. Well, you could have been having a party and you would have been in, got everybody in trouble. So, well, there there was another there was another side to it. These guys had about seventy thousand dollars in cash on them, too. I it's just I mean, you have you have all that chicken and you've got 70 grand in cash on you. But yet the police are publishing the chicken as in that's what they caught. That, that's what they that's what they got them on was the smuggling of illegal chicken. It wasn't the fact that they were known gang associates. It wasn't that. But they were charged with attempting to breach the level four. Of course, nobody knows what level four is. Breach the level four coronavirus lockdown of Auckland and attempting to flee from the authorities. They face up to six months in prison and fines of up to four thousand dollars for smuggling the chicken. They should counter. They should sue the the government for four hundred million because these are illegal lockdowns. This is not a law. Officers noted the suspicious-looking vehicle traveling on a gravel road, and upon seeing the police car, the vehicle did a U-turn and sped off trying to evade the police. Well, you had all that chicken in the back. I mean, you don't want to get that taken from you. Of course, they took it anyway. The vehicle was searched, and police located the cash alongside empty ounce bags and a large amount of takeaways. 
This is what we're stopping people for. This is what we've. This is what we've stooped to. This. This is disgusting. This. This is. This is disgusting. This is as bad as. Like I. I'm. I'm looking at the the new edicts or whatever it is over here, and I'm like, you people are just absolute losers. Do you have any idea? Like I, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at these these so-called leaders that we have. These these scumbags that were ruled by. They have their marching orders. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you say. They have their marching orders. They are not to deviate from that. Whether that's a health minister, a prime minister, a, a president or whatever that they have captured. It's called elite capture. They are not to deviate. They have turned into traitors to your nations. They are no longer loyal to you or your people. What part of this do we not get yet? We were saying this well over a year ago. They have turned on you. They have turned on me. They've turned on we the people. That's over for them. They have made their choice. There is no going back for them. There is no, uh, how did it, how was it put in biblical times, that road to Damascus moment, uh, the come to Jesus moment? They're not going to have that in some uh, divine providence that just appears over their head someday. They're not going to have that at this point. They have sold out. They have turned. They're not coming back. I mean, I, they, they could come back. They're not going to, but it, the, the, there's still the opportunity that they could. Um, yeah, but at the, pro at the, but... At the current time, uh, as angry as the populace is, you're not going to gain any favors. The only hope you have... And if there's any, which I, I know that there's not, because this would imply that they actually have some type of a, of a conscious. If there's any public health official or bureaucrat that's caught up in the system, if you have any, any remorse about what you're doing, the only hope you have at this point, and I'm, I'm basing what I'm about to say on history. The only hope you have at this point is to turn over what you know and who you're working for and why. That's the only hope you have of getting life. And the reason I say that the reason I say that is simply this. When we tried those Nazi bastards at Nuremberg, just following orders was not an excuse. No, you're expected to critically think for yourself, but that's not... Uh, I would say they, they have a good argument against that now uh, because you're not taught to critically think anymore. Yes, but the ones that are that are in there now, like the ones that are over our age, which a lot of these, uh, you know, a lot of them are... They were taught to critically think. If we can critically think and we're two, three generations behind them, they can critically think. So I don't give them a pass on that. I don't. Yeah, but then we have people in there like AOC. <laughs> well, yeah, AOC up there crying on the House floor today. What disgusting. What is that? Get her out. Get get her out. You know what? I agree with Nancy Pelosi. Far be it from me to, to agree with Nancy Pelosi on anything. Far be it from me. She won by 4,000. How do you go from a bartender with 4,000 votes to being a, a world leader the next day? How, how does that happen? How on earth does that happen? On top of that, as Pelosi said, and I agree with her 110% on this, you could put a D next to a bottle of water in the district that AOC comes from, and it would get elected. That's how you ended up with AOC, up there crying on the floor. If you're going to cry on the floor, we don't have time for children on the floor. Put your resignation in. Go back to tending bar and asking people if they want fries. Oh, is that before or after you want to give back the 35 grand for your ticket to the Met Gala? Oh, no, she was gifted that. Yeah, she was gifted that. All right. Where do I want to go next? All right. So we did we did the bootleg chicken. I can't believe mm -hmm. that. The bootleg chicken. Okay. Uh, hospital in Ottawa, Canada. 
is requiring visitors to be fully vaccinated. You can't come in and see anybody until you're fully vaccinated. It's no more, no more, no more tests, uh, no more masks. No, that's, that's of course, if you're fully vaccinated, you're still going to have to wear a mask because that's just science. Uh, so that's going to be the new ticket to uh, to get into the hospitals. So let me get this straight. <laughs> you have to actually be infected with spike proteins before you go into some place where people should be protected from it. So you need to be a super spreader before because that's that's what the data actually shows. You need to be a super spreader before you go into a hospital. So if you're a healthy person that doesn't actually spread anything related to this in an asymptomatic fashion, which they just you know magically pulled out of thin air because that's science. So if you're a person that's not infected, then you can't go into a hospital now. And you know they're just starting with visitors here, right? Next, it's going to be, oh, well, you can't come into a hospital at all unless you're vaccinated. Of course, that's only going to be for the uh, the hospital staff that they have left. They're going to be working off skeleton crews in most of these countries trying to figure out what to do. Because nearest we can tell, most of the hospital staffs, doctors and nurses, they're all walking out. The French doctors and nurses, they're burning their diplomas in the streets. They're burning their coats. They're not going back. The Greek medical system, they're not going back. You got German doctors now that are saying to the Germans credit, the German doctors credit, they're looking at it from the scientific side, the actual scientific side. They're saying you got one of their top pathologists coming out and saying, uh, we're probably looking at a 30 to 40 percent fatality rate just from the vaccine. We should probably investigate that. On top of that, be a good idea. It might be a good idea. On top of that, you've now got uh, what was the other one that they had? The mainstream media outlets here. There's a there's a radio affiliate here that is uh, uh, that is listened to all over the country, at the middle part of the country. And they're now saying that, wait a minute, they vaccinated all these people. And now all the people that they vaccinated are now sick with COVID-19. What's going on? They're saying that publicly. Never admit fault, right? The hospital in Ottawa has released a statement. They say this is to ensure the safety of everyone in the hospital. And see, it's for your safety. It's for your safety. Just like the woman that the 70 year old woman that got thrown to the ground in Victoria and had her hip broken. Then she got pepper sprayed. That was for her safety. Uh, that was for her health. Uh, it well, no, it's no, for the health of all of you. It's, it's, it's for oh, your it's for yours. safety. Yeah, it's that for yours. She was injured. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you see? By the way, t to that point, did you see before we get before I get on with this uh, th this hospital thing? Did you see what the CDC put out about the flu shot this year already? No. Take a guess. Take a guess. Um, well, I'm either going to say it's uh, non-effective or um, it's absolutely ne necessary but non-effective. Okay. Well, you you had it. The latter of that was correct. You have to get it because not only are you protecting you, but think of your family. Think think of think of everyone else. You should protect yourself now. You shouldn't wait. You should protect yourself mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. against the seasonal flu. And more than that, you should think about your elderly family members. You should think about them. You should think about your your brother, your sister, your cousin, your mother, your father, your uh, nieces, nephews, and all, all the rest of it. You should think of them as you go to get a flu shot this year. And you need to do it soon because the sooner you get it done, well, the, the sooner you're going to be protected and safer everyone else around you is going to be. Yeah. So I do think of that. And what I think of that is um, it's their choice. <laughs> If they want to go in and get the jab themselves, do your choice. own research. We've always said that here. Do your own research. We dig through scientific papers. And believe me, that stuff is mind numbing. We dig through scientific papers. We look at the peer reviewed papers. We read the stuff coming out of the universities and in the uh, the testing facilities, the uh, the developmental laboratories and all the rest. Of it. We read that stuff as complicated as it is. Those white papers. And we have to have we have to run the stuff past like GP and all the rest of these people that are familiar with the language. They can speak the language and they can translate it for us. As complicated as that is, that is the science. 
that is the data. That is the data and the science and the evidence that they don't want to talk about. That is the actual stuff that's going on. As complicated as that is, we go through that stuff and we present it here in layman's terms as best we can in, you know, just in an average conversation type stuff and try and compress it into everything else that we're trying to, to talk about with this craziness that's going on in the world. But I've never wanted to be a person and, and Bruce and everybody else here. We've never wanted to be people that tell you what to think. Think for yourself. Always Think for yourself. Trust but verify, as Reagan said. Do your own research. Think for yourself. Don't take our word for it. Don't ever take my word for it. Don't ever take Bruce's word for it. Research the stuff we're talking on. Go read it for yourself and then make your own mind up. It's always about you, the individual, making up your own mind. You know, I was actually, I was told once by a university professor, and he said the most complicated thing in the world is for someone to make up their own mind. That is the most complicated. People just, they don't like to make decisions. They don't. They don't like to make choices for themselves. It is difficult because you can make a decision on something that will lead to a chain of other decisions that you otherwise might not have been on if you didn't make the one decision in the first place. So it is very difficult and it can be very, very intimidating. So I understand the pressure sometimes. I get it. But that's part of life. That's part of failing. We have to fail. We must fail. So we learn. When you learn, you become better. You become a better person. Not only do you become a better person, the people around you become better people because then you can educate the other people around you and talk about your experiences. Compare them to that person making a different decision. Maybe it was a decision that you almost made, but you didn't. And you can talk about it. And you both become better people because of the realization that each other come to from that discussion. Bruce and I do that all the time offline. We bounce stuff off each other all the time like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why we have such uh, good dialogue. I don't know. But when you go to make a choice on something, always evaluate your alternatives. Always. Don't ever make a rash decision on something. Always evaluate your alternatives. Extrapolate out your ideas and then make your choice on what you want to believe. If you want to go out and take the jab because, I don't know, you, you think it's going to make your life easier or something. I mean, some people are to that point. You know, They're just saying, oh, you know what? This is enough. And they'll go out and do it. That's where the system wants you. That's where the dying, failing system wants you. They want you to quit. They don't care about you. They don't care about your family or any of the rest of the stuff that they promote on TV. They don't care about any of that stuff. They don't care about your health or whatever. I mean, you see how much they care about your health in Victoria. They don't care about any of that stuff. They never did. It was never about that. If you want to go out and take the jab, do your own research and then go out and take it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got nothing to say to that. If that's what you want to do, if if you think for one second that doing research is Google, you have no idea where to even start. Google is not research. That's not research at all. We don't even use Google around here. I, I can't I can't tell you the last time I used Google. It's been years since I've used it. I don't care about it. I, I still use it, but I use it because I want the left opinion. Uh, that's something fair. that you can yeah, fair. guarantee is if you search it on Google, it's going to be a leftist opinion. Or some BS that they propaganda. Yeah, but you do run that past me all the time. When I tell you to look up something and you're like, okay, which ones do you want first? And I'm like, well, just give me the worst of it. And they're usually at the top. So yep. anyway, okay, so funny, the uh, the dates on these things. So the hospital says, and back to the Canada thing, I mean to go on that long tangent about uh, about making decisions, but I mean, that's where we are. People can't think for themselves. They, they can't. I want to believe that, and, and when I look out there and, and I see all this stuff that's going on in the streets, like what's happening in, in Bern tonight in Switzerland, I see a light at the end of that tunnel. That's what I see. But that doesn't mean the system's going to quit. That doesn't mean it at all. So the hospital says that vaccination requirement is only for visitors. Yes, yeah, see, for now, for now, they'll start there. 
just to get their foot in the door. That's what governments always do. Not patients visiting the hospital for appointments or medical care yet. They need to put the word yet at the end of that. People accompanying someone to the hospital for a medical appointment will need to be fully vaccinated, but there will be exceptions for some circumstances. What the uh, are you going to recognize religious exemptions? Are you going to recognize people that actually can't, you know, the uh, the, the medical reasons that they actually can't do it? You're going to recognize that. So you're not going to be able to take your mother or your elderly mother, your elderly father, your grandmother, your grandfather, any of that stuff. You're not going to be able to take them to the hospital anymore. You just have to um, you have to teach them how to tuck and roll at the uh, emergency drop off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just I mean, that's 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 where we are, right? No, you can't come in here. No, you're not coming in. You're not fully vaccinated. You're not coming in here. The Ottawa hospital announced in August that all staff must be fully vaccinated to work at the largest hospital. Hmm. How did that go? How did that go? How many people do you actually still have there? I'm curious because I'm seeing people protest in Ottawa. How many of those are healthcare workers that actually quit? All staff must receive their first dose by September 7th and their second by October 15th. Again, October. First two weeks of October. What is it about the first two weeks of October? I don't know. Something about that. The hospital said it would ensure that all staff who have not yet been vaccinated receive education and consultation on the safety and efficacy of the COVID-19 vaccines to ensure that they are fully informed. Okay, let me translate this. If you are going to think for yourself, then we're going to re-educate you. That's what that is. That's exactly what that is. We're going to re-educate you. We're going to tell you, again, with this safe, safe and effective. You see this? Safe and effective. Safe and effective. They're all saying safe and effective. All these idiots. All these morons, the, these zeros, these losers, these politicians are all saying safe and effective, safe and effective. Fool, you wouldn't know what safe and effective is if it jumped up and smacked you in the face. Safe and effective. Idiots. Complete buffoons. All of them. These politicians and these health people and all the rest of this, these, these morons, these are the people that didn't do anything with their lives. They've never done anything. They've never gone out and they've never had a fulfilling, wholesome, good part of their lives. They've never had a family. And if they've had a family, it's never been successful. A lot of them have never had children. More than 20 leaders of the European Union, more than 20 of them, and there's 27 member states, more than 20 of them have no children. How happy do you think that those people are? Not even necessarily just looking at how happy they are. They have no skin in the game. That Once too. they're dead, they're dead. They're, yeah, they're, they're like, they don't have to worry about family after that. They don't have to. So... Yep. It, all the, the, the climate change nonsense that they're pushing, the they COVID restrictions, they the, don't care because it's not going to affect them in the long run. No, nope. they're going to get theirs now. And then who cares? Mm -hmm. And the public health people, these are the people that couldn't get a date to the prom. Have you seen them? Have you looked at them? These are the ones that never got picked at kickball. They didn't get asked to take part in the camp out on the weekends. They didn't get invited to the church youth group. Most of them look like if they walked into a church, the damn place would burn down. None of them, none of them, at least from what I can tell, none of them look like they've even read a single piece of scientific evidence or data or, or any of the rest of it. They don't look like they've even done any of that. None of them. Because if they get questioned about one of these things, whether that's masks or testing or uh, vaccines or something like that, they don't actually answer the question. They just jump to the next thing. They'll just deflect. They'll, they'll jump off into something else. Because they've been trained. They've been trained by these institutions to behave in a certain way. Always deflect. Never admit fault. Move on to something else. Redirect and move on to something else. That's why if Fauci's asked about something, 
If he's asked about uh, masks, well, then he goes to vaccines. If he's asked about vaccines, well, then he goes to testing. If he asked about testing, well, then he goes to uh, breakthrough infections. If he's asked about breakthrough infections, he goes to nasal pharynx or some BS like that. They never actually answer any questions. None of them do because they don't know anything. They're told what to say. We actually saw them on a hot mic in Canada. I don't even I think it might have even been Ottawa. And they had the health uh, minister of the of the province up there. They had the health minister and uh, someone else. And the camera was on. The mic was on. She didn't know she was on. Someone handed her a paper and the guy, the other guy looks over at her. The health department, the, the health minister looks over at her and says, OK, what are we talking about today? And she says, I don't know. I just read whatever they pass me. That's who you're dealing with. What was that about? Uh, you just follow orders. It's no defense. <laughs> No All right. Um, honestly, I, I really don't have anything else. Uh, I got some other stuff here that uh, I mean, it's just like I got Boris Johnson talking about Kermit the Frog. Man, what a disgrace. What a disgrace that is. Uh, I'm not going to get into that. We do have some stuff we're going to play on the exclusive tomorrow. I'm going to hold some of that stuff for the exclusive tomorrow and you'll hear it again on uh, on Monday. But uh, I don't have anything else today. Did you? I, I think I've vented enough. Well, actually, we could leave with some good news. Yeah, some, sure. What do you some got? more fun stuff. Yeah, um, what do you got? Uh, so, you know, the in the budget that they were trying to pass uh they cut the iron dome defense we we mm -hmm. had mentioned yeah. that i believe yeah. um well the house passed a one billion dollar bill that is that's the sole bill is to fund the iron dome defense system uh -huh. and uh it passed the house 420 to 9 with uh a, a couple just voting present and not voting at all uh so 420 voted for it. Um, I, I think that's a great, great thing because that, that's not it, only a defense is. for ourselves, but for Israel. It, it is. Allies. Yeah. But I'm sure that CNN is going to be running. Uh, the vote passed in a narrow margin. Yeah. That's narrow probably margin. what they're going to be. Saying. Yeah. yeah, it'd be a narrow mar yeah, vote yeah. passed in a narrow margin. Yeah. Or, or they had bipartisan um, uh, support or not a support, but against it. You know, they they were they were resistance or whatever because there was one Republican that voted against that. That's the good news uh, in a, in a short short little snippet. Um, also, uh, another fun one: Tulsi Gabbard. This one is fun just because this was a Democratic candidate uh, that was screwed over. I actually liked her. Uh, for, as, yeah. for a Democrat, if I had to pick a Democrat candidate, seriously, if I had to pick a Democrat candidate, it, it would have been her. There was no one else that I would have even considered. Yeah, if if a gun to my head and I had to pick a Democrat candidate from from the last cycle, it would have been her. No uh, question. No, no question. She of the Democrats, she seemed like she still cared about America and thought America was good, was a great place to be. It, none of the other candidates think that. All the other candidates think we're an evil, terrible uh, nation. But anyway, uh, Tulsi Gabbard, um, she ripped Biden for the, um, well, and Harris, for the border crisis. You know, the thousands of Haitians we have coming uh, uh, across the border, and then they are just throwing them into planes, telling them they're going to go to Florida, and then flying them back to Haiti. And... They're they're not even going through and checking checking the paperwork and all that of the uh, the people they're sending over there because they're they're sending over people that haven't been to Haiti in over a decade. They they move to another country and they're sending them back to Haiti. And it, it's it's a horrible situation. The 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 people there uh, that are that are trying to come across the border are selling everything they own 
because they're being promised you can get across the border by our administration. But anyway, I thought mm-hmm. it was good news that we have someone on the left that is still for America and is calling out the BS that's going on. Whether it's political or not, it doesn't matter. She's been pretty consistent on this one on the border. And I, I just wanted to point it out that uh, she's she's standing still. Yeah, um, this is breaking Knew these were coming. Uh, nine people have been shot at a Kroger supermarket in Collarville, Tennessee, 30 miles outside of Memphis. Knew that was coming. You're going to start seeing these. No, no. What uh, What was the cause, did they say? Don't know yet. I, I don't know yet. This is literally just hit less than 10 minutes ago. Yeah, I see that now. I'm, I'm seeing articles on it. Yeah, it looks like nine shot condition is uh, unknown. By tomorrow, I'm sure we'll have all the information. We'll have the, uh, the, uh, the Patsy, <laughs> excuse me, the suspect, uh, and everybody that they, uh, that they have are, are involved. I'm sure he'll be, I'm sure it'll be Jethro. He'll be wearing a MAGA hat, uh, and carrying a don't tread on me flag, uh, hanging off his neck or something. Uh, I'm sure that's what it'll be. He'll probably have a neck gaiter and, uh, and a tourniquet in his back pocket. I don't know. And in reality, it'll probably be an Antifa member. Who knows? But uh, anyway, all right. Uh, that's going to do it for today. I want to thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. Everyone have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday.